Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. 909 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti, Matt Sorace, our master ceremonies. And uh, you, our listening audience, our beloved listening audience, so good to have you today. Hope you had a great weekend. We certainly did. Had a, uh, well, you know, first let me say thanks to uh, Reese, Reese on Radio, for filling in for me on Friday, I was back in Indianapolis, my my second home, and uh, good, good productive day out there. And got home, uh, got home early Saturday morning, but great flights in and out, no delays, no problems. Everything went as planned, and uh, so I appreciate Reese for uh, for hopping in there. Thank you so much. He's really good, isn't he? I, I enjoy Reese. Um, he, he's got a he's got a, a great uh, history. He's got. Uh, Great credentials, been doing it for a long time. Knows what he's talking about. I like him a lot. Um, <clears throat> but we had a great weekend, and uh, especially had had great services at New Life Church yesterday. It was really nice. Had some radio listeners there. That was exciting. Um, a lot of first-time guests. It's good. It was really good. Had a. We're coming back. We're coming back. It, it, it churches all over America have taken a hit post-COVID, and um, some are doing fine. You know, churches in the in the Midwest, probably better than churches on either coast, but um, but the average, I would say, uh, church is, has lost a bit. Anywhere from, uh, oh gosh, anywhere from loss of 70% of their attendance to, to 25% of their attendance and everything in the middle. And uh, but that's okay. That's okay. It causes us to to think, be creative, think of new ways to reach folks, and and we are, and I know a lot of other churches are. So it was great. Hey, let's start off our week as we do every day, nine eleven, asking God to uh, give us help here because boy, we need it. Let's pray together, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, thank you for uh, a new day. Thank you for new grace, new mercy. Thank you for another day of life. We so appreciate the liberty and freedom that we have here. We, we thank you, God, that we can, even this, we thank you that we can pray and we can do so without fear of persecution or arrest. And we're grateful for that. Most of all, grateful for your love and mercy and all that you do for us, our families, our friends. Thank you, God. You're a good God. 
And we pray for our country, Lord. We, uh, we, we've got a, a very divided nation, very opposing viewpoints, um, and, and many, in, many ways, um, in many ways, we're rebelling against you. And so please help us, forgive us, and uh, get us through these difficult times. And give us a, give us a, a, a revival of thought, God, critical thinking, and truth. Um, pray for protection for all the men and women in our armed forces uh, deployed here, all over the world. Protect, keep them safe, protect their families, give their families comfort. Pray for our, our first responders, particularly our police, law enforcement officers. Please. Keep them safe and confound the plans of those that would do them harm. And help us today. Thank you for uh, TIC. Thanks for the chance to be on the air. And uh, help us have a great day. Help us to represent you well. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? Amen. Uh, amen. You may submit your amens on social media. <clears throat> that would be Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, all four handles, same account, at Will Marotti. You may also email me at willmarotti at yahoo.com. And, uh, you know, what you have to, people ask me this all the time, uh, how do I do, the, if, if you're not like really into social media, you have to message me, right? So that's, that's how you go into Messenger, if it's Facebook or Instagram, you message, you message your amen in, or you can do it, post it on the page if you want, or you can post it on LinkedIn or same thing on Twitter. You can post just on, on regular Twitter uh, at, at my page, or, uh, or you can miss it, message me. Uh, and a lot of times, message me, you have to be, we have to be connected uh, for messaging. Uh, if you're not connected, you can send a friend request, and uh, I will likely respond as long as there's something in your profile. I don't like responding to profiles that have no pictures, no information, you know, so that's kind of a... It's kind of a big deal. And amens are coming in. Great. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. Um, I want to start with UConn football. I know I don't ever talk about this. And, um, again, I've, not, I've never, ever been um, a UConn fan, really. I'm not against UConn. I'm just not a fan of UConn. And so um, I, I like this new coach. I like, uh, I like Jim Mora. And, and I'll tell you why I like him. I like him because he seems it's a different vibe. It's just a different vibe. Lord knows UConn, UConn fans have gone through a dark time these last few years. Uh, you know, it, it's been difficult. He was at 1-11 one, one last year. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I almost think it, it, you have to have the courage to be a, a UConn fan, the same courage you have to be a, have a Red Sox, be a Red Sox fan, because you have some some real high. When the highs are highs, the lows are lows. But uh, anyway, so they're they're playing um, they're playing out in Utah, and uh, the team they're playing is a top twenty five team. I mean, it's a great team. I think they were thirteen and two, thirteen three last year, and uh, and they they open up a fourteen to nothing lead early. And um, pretty impressive, very impressive. Um, the only the only difficulty was they lost their starting quarterback to Quan Robertson and a good receiver, Keelan Marion, likely for the season, reported here by uh, uh, the current. Um, but boy, it, it was it was him. But here's what made me really interested. I I looked up in the you know obviously. 
the current may be possibly may be more favorable. I don't know. But I, I, I looked at it from Utah, uh, Logan, Utah, the ABC four sports, and even they were impressive. And um, the coach was, was very complimentary about UConn. Um, not, not the best start for his team, the Aggies, but, um, and, and again, top 25 team, very great record last year. Um, but he said, listen, we didn't know, this is from the coach, we didn't know what to expect from UConn, um, but they were big. Obviously, they were well coached. They did not make a lot of mistakes today. You hate to see the quarterback go down. Hope it's not season ending. That's not good. Prayers go up for him. You hate to see that for a competitor like him. You could tell he was going to impact their team in a big, big way. I hope that something can get well and healthy and still play the season for this guy. Uh, it just was a, very encouraging. You know, I mean, yeah, you want to win, right? And the loss is not ever really what you're hoping for. But I, uh, I just feel like it's a good start. I mean, that's a to be what you were last year as a team to take on a, a top 25 national contending team and, and, and give them a run for their money. I, I think that's a great start. So I just say a hats off to, to Jim Moore of the coaching staff. And it seems like, it seems like his guys are really believing in him early. And I think that's, that's hugely important. I think if you, you get to lead, you have to have your team has to believe in you. They have to trust you. And I think, uh, I think we're seeing that, which is, uh, which is good. It's good. 860-522-9842. I want to unveil a concept today that, that I, haven't, I haven't heard anyone else say. I haven't read it anywhere else. But it's, it's very, very true. Um, and, and one of our young adults yesterday just came up to me and said it. And I'm like, you are brilliant. Luke, you are brilliant for even piecing this together. I had no prior conversation with him at all. Here's the deal. Um, there, there, is, there is no question about the fact that there, is, there has been Russian collusion. There absolutely has been Russian collusion, but it hasn't been with Donald Trump. It hasn't been with Donald Trump. And there has been corruption, but not by Donald Trump. And there has been illegal election influencing going on, but not by Donald Trump. And this is what this is what led me to believe this. Mark Zuckerberg did an interview. Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook fame, did an interview um, with with Joe Rogan. And I want to take you back to October. 2020 when the news first came out that this laptop of hunter biden was discovered zuckerberg's telling joe rogan that he got all not just him other social media platforms got a call from the fbi and and this is this is exactly what i said this is in quotes this is what this is what zuckerberg told to rogan the background here is that the FBI came to us, some folks on our team, and they were like, hey, just so you know, you should be on high alert. We thought there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically they're about to do some kind of dump that's similar to that. And this was, this was prior to the Hunter Biden laptop story. So 
Zuckerberg admits suppressing some of the laptop story. Apparently, Twitter. We we don't know what the how far this ranged, but this was clearly the FBI interfering in an election, and it was clearly the FBI hedging their bets with social media and trying to make it look like this story of Hunter Biden's laptop, which we all know now is was true, but that that this this came back as a. Uh, you know, Russian misinformation story. Now, why is that important? Well, that's important because now that people know that there's criminal evidence on Hunter Biden's laptop, now that there's no question that Hunter Biden has received millions of dollars from the Russians, from the Chinese, probably from the Ukrainians. Now, in a recent poll... taken by the uh, Institute of Policy and Politics, surveying, let's see, 437 adults. Not a big sampling, but the initial, I'm sorry, the initial survey was 1335. 1335, okay. And the question was, if you had known the truth about the Hunter Biden laptop story, do you think that would have changed your vote in the 2020 presidential election? Well, guess what? Four out of five, 79%, four out of five said yes. It would have caused them to vote differently. Very much or somewhat likely, very likely or somewhat likely to vote differently in that election. 57% 57% strongly convinced that Trump would have won. Independents, 48% strongly convinced that Trump would have won. 44% of Democrats, now keep in mind, only 30% of people give Biden a high approval rating. They're all Democrats. 57% strongly convinced of Republicans that Trump would have won. 48% independents, 44%. This was absolute election tampering. There's no question about it. Election influencing, if not tampering, if not playing with ballots, this is absolute influence. Now, I will tell you that if the if the media would do an honest reporting of this, would get out of the pockets of the Democrats and do an honest report and do some deep research on this, I'm going to tell you this is as bad as water. This is worse than Watergate, and here's why. Here's why. Let's go back to Watergate. The whole premise of Watergate was it was the Nixon campaign team who hired burglars to break into the Watergate office building to be able to obtain information from Democrat headquarters about election strategy. That, that, that's the basic story. I mean, there's, there's nuance to it, but that's the basic story. And then we find out that in the long run, when it was all said and done, the, the cover-up was far worse than the crime, and it cost, it cost Nixon the office. He had to resign. You go now, fast forward to the second impeachment attempt of Donald Trump because he made a phone call. He was on a phone call with the 
Ukrainian president and asking him about the investigation into Hunter Biden, encouraging him to reopen that investigation. The, the, the whole premise there was that Trump was trying to influence power against a potential opponent in trying to influence the process, the, uh, the, the Ukrainian president to have the prosecutor reopen the case. Well, how is this any different? How is this any different? This is a case where prior to the release of the information, the FBI goes to social media platforms, gives them that, that warning of sorts. Hey, we just want you to know, be on high alert. Let me read it again. We thought there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice there. Basically, there's going to be some kind of dump that's similar to that. What happens? Washington Post releases the story on Hunter Biden's laptop. 51 intelligence officials, which is a misnomer. It's an oxymoron if you're talking about these guys. Intelligence officials. Um, 51 came out and said, Clapper, I mean, everybody, Clapper, Comey, Brennan, every, the, the, Mr. Penguin, everybody came out and said, the Hunter Biden story was Russian misinformation. Now we know it's not. It was true. It was true. This is a vast conspiracy. You can't get 51 people to agree about anything. Hardly. And all 51 of these intelligence people signed off on this is Russian disinformation. It's not true. The fact of the matter is it is true. The fact of the matter is they knew it was true. The fact of the matter is the FBI tried to cover their tracks with social media this this will be if the media does its job if we god help us if we have a couple of wood uh bernstein and woodward's left in the media this will be joe biden's watergate i promise you all right we're gonna take a break a couple commercials we'll come back open the phone lines 860-522-9842 stay with us all right welcome back Nine thirty-seven. what do you think is there any uh do you think there's any validity to my theory that this this could end up uh, as certainly as uh, as bad as Watergate was? I mean, it's a different world. I obviously, um, you know, even even back then, you know, the media did not have a, a warm relationship with um, Richard Nixon. I understand that. I understand Democrat uh, journalism was was already left leaning back in the seventies. I get that. Not not like it is today. At least they tried to hide it. I mean, at least they tried to hide they were left leaning. Not like it is today. It was just open season. But um, I mean, think it through. Think this. I mean, that's what Watergate was all about, right? Watergate was all about illegal pressure on a political opponent right i mean that that's what that's how it started now the cover-up was bad and the cover-up is what cost him to have to resign i get it but but then you fast forward with trump and and the whole the basis of the second impeachment the whole basis right was we were gonna we were gonna what we because he talked to the president of ukraine and he he suggested that it would be, you know, they would they would appreciate it if they'd open up the investigation. 
and get a prosecutor to do that. I mean, that's that's what the assertion was. They were that that Trump was was using his position to to uh, exert unduly exert pressure on a foreign country to to harm a political opponent. I mean, it's the same exact argument. So now they're using this and they're saying, well, you know, Trump had classified him. Big deal. Big deal. Everything. The president, the president can declassify anything he wants whenever he wants. He has to has no permission. He doesn't has no process he has to go through. He's the president of the United States. That's within his powers. So how do we go from. How do we go from where we're at now? Not being able to worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. To look at that and say, well, well there's great parallels here. And again, if, if the media would do its job, if somebody at CNN or somebody at ABC or somebody at NBC, if somebody would look at this critically... And say, this is the same thing. This is exactly the same thing. And we ought to be able to find out who was responsible. The FBI calling social media platforms, telling them that information dumps are on their way. 860-522-9842. Let's talk about this. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Um See some calls coming in here. Let's go. Let's grab these calls. 860-522-9842. You can um, forget about the rest of the damage that's been caused. The damage that's been. Think about, just think about this for a minute. You say the country, I know COVID was the was the great influencing factor. I, I get that. I get that. But think about where the country was two and a half years ago. Booming economy. $2 change gas prices, roaring stock market, securing the border, building the wall. And, and in a matter of the time that Biden's been there, all that's been unwound. Now, you can't blame it all on COVID. You can't blame it all on COVID. Some, you, honestly, you can't, you can't say that COVID was solely responsible i mean i think covid probably didn't have a lot to do even with the gas problem i mean I, what what the biggest the biggest factor in the in our in our fuel price problem was biden coming out on day two and opening the war against fossil fuel 
That did as much damage as anything. Pandering to the the extreme progressives, the socialists. That's done as much damage as anything. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to uh, imagine what it would have been like. We'd hard to know, hard to know if if Trump had had won the election, which eight out of ten people say they likely would have voted differently had they known the truth about the Hunter Biden story. I'm not. I mean, this is, look it up. This isn't my opinion. This is what this is polling data. This is absolute, complete, 79% say truthful coverage of the Hunter Biden story. This is from New York Post. Uh, 79% say truthful coverage of the Hunter Biden story would have changed the outcome of the 2020 election. Who's going to argue with that? I mean, I mean, none of us can because no one, no one can prove that. We don't, only God knows. Only God knows what might have happened. But, I mean, I wish Republicans would get as crazy and upset and verbal about election, improper election influencing as when when Trump won and people were called up in the fetal position screaming at the universe. I mean, where's the passion? Yeah, I didn't like Trump's antics either. I don't like his mouth. I don't like his, but he was a good, his policies were great for America. And, and, and where are we now? Where are we now? Look at your 401k. You happy with that? Happy with how much you've lost in your 401k? I bet you're not. First call of the day, our friends at Eagle Rivet. Eagle Rivet, the roofing partner you can trust. I got to call them. Let's go to Mark in Windsor. Mark, welcome to the show. Good morning to all the men and women listening out there. Uh, amen to you. Thank you. Thank you. A couple years ago, Molly Ball wrote an article. I forget which media outlet it was published, but she illustrate, illustrated how Mark Zuckerberg and other tech companies were had conspired to influence mm-hmm. the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. Very well done. Um, and then the proof to that is like in the movie 20, 2000 Mules, um, and uh, many states around the country are suing Facebook and Zuckerberg for mm-hmm. their for um, the way they uh, influence the 2020 election and, and uh, the way they interfered in kind of skewed it to the Democrats. You know, they gave all this money to different districts, but the majority of it went to uh, Democrat, part of the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. Um, and these AGs around the country, they're suing Facebook. Well, and, and, and I understand that, but, you know, here here's the thing, Mark. We The, the election that, like, I'll say the 2,000 Mules, great, great story, great documentary. I think it's probably true. But it's hard to prove a lot of this stuff. It, it, a lot of this is, well, this is, you know, it, it's, it's, it's this put together with this put together with this, and the conclusion is that. Okay, that's fine. I get it. But this is an absolute true story. This is 100%. There's, we don't have to go check back on it. This is true. Zuckerberg says the FBI called him and said, be careful for this Russian misinformation dump that's going to happen, and then, and then the story comes out. And 51, this is documented on paper, 51 intelligence officials said that the Hunter Biden story was Russian disinformation. 
All that is, is so provable. It's true. It's on the record. We don't have to look. We don't. There's no conjecture. There's no wondering. There's no questioning. It's absolute, undeniable truth. And the fact of the matter is now that in this survey, 79% say if there had been truthful information about the Hunter Biden laptop, that it would have changed their vote and Trump would have won the election. Well, isn't that as bad as electric, election fraud, election stealing? I mean, whatever else they're they're mad about Facebook. This is this is the smoking gun right here. Oh, oh, agreed. And the FBI, the, this um, invasion of uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, it was an invasion. And of course it was. I don't understand how any judge or any judge or magistrate could expect to have any credibility in participating in that invasion. The FBI framed this dude um, with warrant Frank made up the information about warrants to get the FISA warrants. They lied to the FISA court. Um, They lied to the American people. And now to come and to have the audacity, the brass, to get a judge to sign off on invading this man's home, there are people (laughs) that are left over from uh, previous administrations that are pulling these strings. I, I, I agree with you. There I are, that's true. And, and, um, and, I, and I believe that there are so many individuals that have profited from this foreign aid money that goes to other countries. That's how they embed, That's one of the many ways these politicians and other um, longtime government bureaucrats uh, launder the, the illicit money. But there are so many people that have gotten so paid that it's difficult that's why we don't see any action taken against these people like Pelosi for insider trading, Joe Biden. I mean, this it's not even a secret how corrupt this man is and how he's been selling out the country. Um, there's, now there's the movie, My Son Hunter Biden. Oh, really? Oh, yes. You have to look it up. I sent you a link. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. You a I'll, link I'll check it. it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's um, in in. You know, the laptop, all that information is on there. You can go back decades. And for people, for for the FBI and the Secret Service to have been covering up the, you know, the crack and the amount of drugs that Hunter Biden is moving, Mm -hmm. it's disturbing. It it is disturbing, but I want to know why there's not more outcry and indignation from Republican politicians um same thing i I, you know when i say enough people being paid off that's enough of of politicians on both from from a variety of the political parties yeah there are enough people i honestly believe because there's no way no way that an institution that, that that so many members of an institution will allow themselves to be corrupted and to get this stain unless they're involved with the staining well it, it, um, you know i hate to i hate to cast accusations but i'm just saying i mean can you imagine if the situation was reversed mark the democrats would be going insane over this they'd be on every news show talking about it they'd be held in rallies they'd be doing maxine waters would be out of her mind over this right well just but look, here it all is you have to do is look back at how they chased a lie all these all those Democrats chasing a lie about Russia collusion um, and 
um, suppressing hunters. So it, you, we don't even have to come up with a hypothetical. But that's what they, I'm saying. This is absolute truth. But I don't mm-hmm. see the Republicans... I know they're in the minority, but they could still be making waves about this. They could still be vocal about it. They could still be doing so. And I don't, I don't really see a big outcry. Mark, yeah, listen, i got to let you go for a break. Thank a break you one. so much, as always, sir. It's a, it's a pleasure. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. 860-522-9842. Monday edition of Wilm Roddy Show. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, 860-522-9842-953. You know, a lot of times I... Um, a lot of times, you know, what we'll do, I mean, I, I don't know if this is what everybody does, but I'm, I'm guessing it is, right? So you, you bring out a topic, and if, if, if it, you know, if it gets a lot of calls, man, you just keep running with that. That's what I do. Um, and sometimes you're on a topic, and it's not getting a lot of calls, but it's an important topic. And I, and I don't want to let this go because I don't know. I, I haven't really read this a lot. I haven't heard this talked about. But I, I honestly believe that this is Joe Biden's Watergate. When you see a poll like this, 1,335 adults, plus or minus 4% on, on the accuracy, and 79% of them say that they would very much or likely had changed their vote if they had all the information and the truthful information about Hunter Biden's laptop story. There's the election right there, my friends. And and we can't we can't look past it. Let's go to uh Don in Windsor. Windsor welcome uh Don, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to talk about a couple of things. One, I, I think we, we we have to be so grateful to for Fox News because while you know the left wing media uh says what they say and do what they do Fox News is actually the most widely listened to media out there, and they get it right. Well, they get they, great ratings. <laughs> they, they get great ratings. They're listened to by far more people than CNN or the New York Times, and and they're they're just doing the job, telling the truth. The other thing I wanted to talk about was you were talking about that uh, impeachment earlier. Um, you know, the first impeachment was. Uh, I guess related to that Ukraine thing, but the second impeachment was related to January sixth and what happened. There. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I I I, I confuse yeah. those two. I pretty and I say, you. you know, they say that Trump didn't do anything, but you know, the guy is entitled to have lunch, and you know, it all took place while he was having lunch, and you know, why can't he have lunch? He's the president, well. you know, and then when he could get to it, he got to it, but. You know, he was allowed to go out for lunch. I don't know. I want to talk about. You know, there are certain things. You know, the, I mean, there are certain things that. With, Don, there are certain things that you that you pause for, and there are certain things you don't pause for. I don't. I don't know if what was going on on January six falls in the don't pause category. I'm not. I'm not sure that that. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, <laughs> he he was just having lunch. People say he didn't do anything, but he was just having lunch. And then the final thing is. Those papers at Mar-a-Lago, mm-hmm. no one has talked about the fact that he is entitled to have, like all the other presidents, a Trump library. And I'm sure that he had all those papers there Could because be. he wanted to create a Trump library for, the, for people to see. 
you know, he's entitled to do that. Well, the fact of the matter is, constitutionally, the president can declassify anything at any time for any reason without permission. Sure. That's the truth. That's the gut. I've heard that from several judges and several lawyers. Declassify all that stuff, and then they can just put all those secret documents out for all of us to see in the library that he's going to build in Mar-a-Lago. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know where the library right, is going to be done. I, I, I can't to speak to the library, but I will tell you this. I, this is a story worthy of greater examination, and it's not getting it. Thank you, Don. I'm not sure where you're coming from, Don, but thank you for your call. Uh, 860-522. While we have some time, let's go to uh, uh, George in St. Louis. George, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. Oh, you opened uh, talking about church attendance being down. Yeah. Um, the reason for it, and it's not your fault, is that uh, the, pe- the people can't contribute anymore. They don't have any extra money. I, I for one, used to contribute to the f- local food bank. Can't do it anymore because inflation yeah. picked up and the, the money is being used for other things. Uh, I'm curious about your listeners and other people. I've had to tap my savings account so far to pay expenses, the high inflation expenses. Yeah. yeah. For four hundred and sixty-five dollars so far this year, just to make utility payments and uh, you know uh, groceries, ga- uh, gas bills. I never had to do that when Trump was president yeah. for all four years, and already just twenty months into the Biden Democrat disaster, I've had to tap my savings account for four hundred and sixty-five dollars. I am. Hopping mad about that. I am hopping yes, mad you about should be. anyone that votes Democrat. Anyone that votes Democrat has brought this on me and all my neighbors that have had to take out credit cards and, and tap their accounts or, or even yeah. loans for money just to make daily expenses. Well, George, I, I normally agree with, with uh, the vast majority of your thought, but I have to say I disagree on the church attendance thing. It's not inflation that are keeping people away. It was government overreach on COVID. It knocked people out of their routine. And so now they found out it's easier to stay home and watch on a computer than it would be to go to church. But I think the bigger issue is our, our, our offerings, they're the worst of COVID, stayed absolutely stable but the attendance was off, and I and I think there's a there's a lesson behind that that I'll share when I come back after the news. But sure. thank you, uh, thank you as always. Good good thoughtful calls. We just don't agree on this on this one issue. All right, we'll be back. More calls eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.